a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Sit down, because I'm about to fuck your day up. <laughs> we do this, I think, every time we're here. <laughs> we'll always record, Brad. All right, you guys ready to do this again? We're going to be here until 2 o'clock in the morning. Last time you couldn't edit it out. Now you can't edit it in. What is it, Brad? Which one is it? Pick one. This is all being recorded right now. Hello! Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. We are so glad you are here tuning in to us, whether it be your first time or your, I don't know, what episode would this be? I think this is 30, the 40 so 40s, something. Yeah, 46, 47 46, time. Well, wait, and then there's 4,000. Good math, dude. Thank you. Just like I speak very well. Um, we talk yeah, good. We, we talk good. This is what, yeah, whether you're tuning in the first time or the 47th, sixth time, welcome to Three Stars Podcast. See, I can't even talk. I am one of your hosts, Samantha. I'm here with my two outstanding brosts, Bill and Brad. Wild Stallions? No? It's going to land someday. Eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Howdy. So, hello was Bill. Howdy was... Or hello was... You can't even I can't tell. even keep it straight. Hello was Brad. Howdy was Bill. Here, uh, today we were going to be talking about uh, a friend and former co-worker of Brad and Bill's. Um, somebody who passed away actually about a year ago. Not due to COVID, ironically, but during COVID. And it was a major heartbreak. But one of, one of the most... Wonderful people. I think we all had the pleasure of knowing. Um, this is just a tribute to our dear friend, Joe Negretti. Brad, do you have anything you want to say? I don't want to make a, a downer episode whatsoever because I think Joe is one of those people who he, he was a celebration of life in himself, right? I mean, he was such a positive person and he always brought the best of himself and he brought out the best in others because he was just always like i don't know he was always giving hugs he was always positive he he tried to never get involved in the crap that people would talk about each other and and he just he was always about having a good time and being part of the good stuff in life and so this episode is definitely going to be more of that. We have all the reviews that Samantha found uh, about the place that we work together and you know Joe being featured in them. And I think that they say a lot of great things about Joe. And so this is gonna be as, as positive of an episode as we can while remembering that it is sad that Joe is no longer here with us. Absolutely. And for those of you that have no clues to who Joe is, please don't turn off the podcast episode because we still are reading reviews, which are actually all five-star reviews. And while we may not be rating them, we are going to pick them apart and 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 show you what makes a really great bartender. And so, since I worked with Joe, I'll probably be able to tell you which ones were solicited and which ones weren't. 
Well, since you've, both, <laughs> since you've both worked with Joe. But before we know the soup of the day, we're going to start with a drink and some amuse de bouches and have, well, not tons of fun of reviewing the reviews at the reviewer's expense, but we are going to have tons of fun of just reading these great reviews and remembering Joe. So uh, please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or any other uh, social media platform that you use. We are on all of them. We just tend to use Facebook and Instagram a little more. And then uh, please make sure to hit that subscribe button on any podcast platform that you find us on. And please, 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 nobody's done it yet. Leave a review. They're afraid. I don't I can, care. I can sense the fear. Can you sense it? I can. Sense the fear. Give in to the dark side. The hate flows through you. <laughs> fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to negative Yelp reviews. please please leave us a review and make sure that it is honest we're not trying to solicit a five-star review if you don't like us tell us why if you do like us tell us why moving on what are we drinking today the nectar of the gods yeah this is joe and bill's favorite i mean it just so happens i mean obviously you guys have good taste right yeah superior you if you ever went out to drink with joe it, you were or you always, ever poured a drink for Joe or you ever poured a drink for Joe Joe was J-Mo 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 through and through even he once got me a gift it was a bottle of J-Mo <laughs> <laughs> it was the actually he got me the J-Mo black barrel which was uh, good stuff but we're just we're drinking the regular old green bottle yellow label Jameson today and, broke don't fix it Brad What's that? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. For real. No, this is, I mean, look, I, for a long time, I was not a JMO fan, but I totally got into it. And, you know, it became a pretty standard drink for me anytime I go out. And again, especially when it comes to drinking with Joe, if he was drinking JMO, you were probably also drinking JMO. I feel like it's a, it's a staple amongst bartenders. It's like Don Julio, Jameson, Rumplements. Well, Jameson was, has also Maybe been really party. good to bartenders. Like they've been really good to bartenders. Yeah. And they, I mean, they have, have the, the bartenders bar. ball. Yeah, we're doing that again. I don't know. When it opens but up. Joe was also a huge fan of going to that. It's I mean, the most wonderful time yeah, of the exactly, year. Exactly, <laughs> right? I mean, it is. JMO uh, gave back to the bartenders during COVID. They did. You know, JMO, JMO is actually a very phenomenally crafted Irish whiskey for the price that you, you pay for it. I mean, it really is good. And I, like you, I never would have thought to drink JMO, but I got involved with you and then with Bill and the podcast and JMO's now become a staple in my life. And I know that whenever we like travel anywhere or we, we just want a quick shot of something, Nine times out of 10, it's JMO. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy call mm-hmm. and it is good. It's smooth. It's super consistent. You always know what you're getting. Yep. And I think that for everyone that knows Joe, like his name is synonymous with Jameson. Like, James because Joe. I, well, I went and I went and had a drinking night with the Roadhouse crew. Mm-hmm. Roadhouse. And we basically were like, okay, so you know, what are we doing? And it was all like, you know, normally we do a bottle exchange, but this year has been rough. So we were like, let's just rock JMO. And, you know, of course we're cheers and Joe. And, you know, then, you know, Bill talks about, we need to do this episode and said, what are we doing for happy hour? And it's like, well, we're just rocking JMO. Rocking JMO. So, so let's rock JMO. our JMO. So to Joe. Slaunch it to Joe. 
It's in my blood. Like it just doesn't burn. It tastes like can- it tastes like candy to me. Yeah, I've, been, like I've I said, also been bartending smooth. like since I was born. So maybe that's something to do with it. Might be it. Might be it. All right. Shall we start with the soup of the day? Rumble mints. <laughs> <laughs> just maybe a shot to wet our appetites. Who wants to read the first one? Well, I can't because I just I just saw oh. what's going on here. So, <laughs> well, I, maybe I should, and you know, try not to blush too much. This is a five star <laughs> review on Yelp from seven fourteen of twenty nineteen. Bill is a great bartender that I've was heard, super attentive that. and friendly. Joe gave some great whiskey recommendations and suggested his favorite whiskey for the price. Generally, awesome service from both of them. This is, a, this is a three-star review, for sure. Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we, if this might have been the best it, review we've ever... If you had to rate it, <laughs> just go straight to the top. <laughs> I will say this about Joe. He definitely knew his whiskeys. I mean, Did he, he? Oh, yeah. He was... He was I, I'm, obviously, look, you, you drink what you drink as your regular thing. And of course, for him, it was always Jameson. But he was a whiskey guy, mm-hmm. and he knew what was whiskeys. There was a price point at when we worked here, and I there was there was a couple of things that were just like ridiculously underpriced, and we would to, if you were a good guest, we would let you know. I'm confused as to what you're asking. So, no, there was like, <laughs> there were just things there. I can't like I know there was like like how much like, did Grey, things cost? Grey Goose was like cheaper than Tito's or some stupid. Grey shit Goose like was that. the same price as is the same price as so, Tito's. So you get where I'm coming from and with this. There was like weird shit like that. That like, so was there well, like the a maker's that, like, mark the same Jameson price as Jameson or something? Well, like Jameson was the same is the same price as Jim Beam, which is mind blowing. That's because it's vastly superior. Well, it's. Anywhere you go, Jameson costs more than Jim Beam. Yes, so in does. terms of where we work, right, which is an which is an airport, in terms of the pricing at the airport, it is mind blowing that they don't charge what they ought to for Jameson. It wasn't it half off the second shot if you did double or something like that yep. too. Hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear that Bill was a great bartender who I'm was super surprised. attentive and friendly. This was one of those solicited ones. By is the that way. what it was? <laughs> is that what was going on here? You were you mentioned earlier that like. <laughs> He was always super positive, and I can attest to that. Like he, uh, he would bring out the best in everyone on shift. And uh, like there was times I'd get heated, and I tried to bitch at him about stuff, and he would just make fun of me about it, and it just like make me more heated. Until I realized, was like, the only option here is not to be upset and to just like fucking get over it and move on. Mm-hmm. While being a five star Yelp review right here, uh, reading it while it's very positive and lovely, I don't think it's really deserving of five stars because it's not very descriptive. I want to know what whiskey recommendations Joe gave. Yeah, I, I mean, would love I to know what his too. favorite whiskey wasn't was. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I want to know what his whiskey recommendations were. And I also want to know um, if, if Bill got a phone number out of this because he was super attentive and friendly. Do you remember, Tom? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Come on. You must remember this specific one. They said you're a great bartender. I am, oh. a, gra- I am a great bartender. It doesn't mean I remember the specifics. of. It. I probably remember what this person drank. If I saw them, if they sat at my bar, I'd be like, uh-huh. I feel like it's a Woodford and soda. <laughs> like, holy shit. I can't believe you remember that. I'd be like, I can't either. That was a total shot in the door. I'm amazing like that. I'm Bill. It's a gift. It's a curse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think this is definitely a three or four star review, but we're not rating them. So yeah. it is a five for right now. And forever shall it be, be a five. Yeah. Forevermore. Yes, All right. Forever let's more. go on to the next one. 
we're gonna end up singing sappy songs and talk about what a great bartender <laughs> Bill is. This is the Joe episode, you son of a bitch. Hey, it is. <laughs> it's the Joe episode. You want to take the next one, Bill? Uh, yes. Uh, this is another five star Yelp review from uh, what is it? Six? Is that two thousand fifteen June? June. That, yeah. that would be June. Is <laughs> that March October? Uh, June first, two thousand fifteen. I'm sitting at the airport, hungry and thirsty. Well, you came to the right place. I decided, wait, I decide to hit this place up. Joe, my man, Joe, the bartender, knows what's up. The drinks are delicious. The food I had made special was above par. And did I mention these drinks are delicious? If you're at DIA, this is the place to be. And always, always, always tell Joe, the bartender, that Andy says hi. Maybe he will hook you up. Enjoy. Okay. Well, I'm really glad that Andy decided to hit this place up. The drinks are delicious. Why? Yeah. Why are the drinks delicious? What drinks? Yeah. What did you have? I, I want to know what the food I had made special was. Yeah. It's the best course I've ever had in Because my life. that sounds like someone who definitely went off the menu, the menu. and just decided to make up their own thing. Mm-hmm. Are they vegan? <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that Joe, my man Joe, knows what's up and allowed this gentleman to order something above par because most most of us will say, I'm so sorry, you know, whatever we have on the menu, we can kind of accommodate to, but this isn't Burger King. You don't get to have it your way. <laughs> we have a menu for a reason, especially in an airport when you guys are constantly turning over. I mean, you guys have a it's high all volume. It's turn and burn at this place. Yeah, yeah, it's a high volume. So to, to have someone say, oh, can I get that burger made with a black bean burger at patty instead of the beef that you're serving? And then can I get a gluten-free bun instead of the regular bun? I mean, it's like... I believe I was vegetarian for most of the time I worked here. So I'd be like, you I bet think, your sweet ass I, you can get that yeah, black bean <laughs> burger. Yeah, and if any one of these right. assholes gives you any shit about it, you it just talk let to me, me know. Because I will tell them wrong. That was actually one of the things that annoyed me working with you is that you would offer I love version. San Diego. No, not that. <laughs> was that you would offer every version of the burger. Someone would Yeah, because it's offer, called upselling. No, but it's Bison like costs some, more someone money. Would, yeah, it does. would ask <laughs> for, for the pub burger and you would say beef, bison, chicken, or veggie. And and now we actually do that. Every sandwich is offered oh, weird. as a chicken option. That's very strange. We no longer have the bison, but and now we do a Beyond Burger instead of uh, the Beyond Patty instead of just a regular like crappy veggie patty that we used to do back then. Wasn't but when bad. you would do those offerings, I'm like, you just confuse the fuck out of that person. Not always. <laughs> and usually it only takes them a couple seconds. To- they would always go, what? It's, Beef, bison, chicken, or veggie. It's much better now that I get to wear a mask when I offer these sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, it floats I, way better. Now. I think like the first few weeks when we get to take the masks off, we're probably going to get into a lot of trouble because you can't just lip. You fucking. Oh my I god! Know, I know. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. Who said that? I don't know, bro. Who what, said what, that? What? The guy next to you. Great. What an asshole. Do you know what my favorite thing is about this review is when I used to hate the name drop. Hey this person sent me, hey, that person sent me, right. and whatnot. But honestly, and we were just talking to Kelly, who inadvertently name-dropped me in Vegas, yeah. and that and they, led yeah. to awesomeness, yeah. right? And 
I actually, I love that about this review that it's like this Joe, my man, Joe. And if you're at DIA, this is a place to be and always, always tell Joe, the bartender that Andy says hi. The, my right. only issue now, is... Now, hopefully Joe thinks as highly of Andy as Andy I'm sure Joe him. knows exactly who Andy is. <laughs> Andy, no last name. Um, my only issue is maybe he will hook you up. You have to be careful with... Yeah. You have to be careful See, with that. See, and I thought of that too. Whether, whether he means it any particular way is irrelevant. Right. Like, right. But one of the things... That makes me think this is a solicited review. But one of the things that we discussed is that... People will continue to go back to places for the service. Dude, right. I have more regulars can, at DIA than the, probably anywhere else right. I've ever worked. The food can be okay, but they're going to come to to get great service from you. someone that Hell they yeah. appreciate. Right. Hell yeah. Right. right. I mean, yes, they will. Oh, the food there is absolutely amazing. But if they have a bad experience because the the server sucks then they're going to be highly reluctant to ever go back. I didn't go to Gordon Biersch for five years because of one bad experience. That's how it works though. Right? Yeah. That's how it works. And so the fact that this person gives like that level of props to Joe for the great service and, you know, whatever the name dropped, you know, tell him Andy sent you and whatnot. The, like you said, the hookup thing. Yeah. But the fact that it, that they're like, Look for Joe. Look for Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that about this review. I do too. And again, I'm kind of on the same point with Bill, but on the different aspect of that point where, um, especially at your place and knowing about your place and how it runs, you guys have to be extremely careful with your comp tabs and how much you put on what your comp tabs. What the fuck is a comp tab? <laughs> is that new, new vernacular for everyone? Well, we, our, a comp tab there does not yeah. actually Okay, exist. so a comp tab in other restaurants is a tab that the bartenders get to use at their discretion that gets not voided, but zeroed out at the end of the night. So say I'm bartending at the Aloft Hotel in Broomfield, which I did for a while, and my regular... Ooh, name drop. Yep. My, well, Road I don't house. work there anymore. Roadhouse. <laughs> my, my regular, uh, you know, Chris comes in from Germany and I want to buy him a beer because I haven't seen him in six months and he just traveled a really long ways to get here and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to buy him a beer, but technically I don't buy him the beer. I put it on a specific tab that says comp at the top of it or Samantha's or whatever. And at the end of the night, my manager takes a look at it and hopefully trusts me and trusts that they are accurately rung in and says, okay, the hotel is going to eat that cost. Because um, it's nothing. Because it's really, it really is it, nothing. And it also, it, it is, helps to And it builds rapport that, yes, with the customer. That, yes. So on this side of it with the review, again, Brad, I'm right there with you with, with this gentleman, Andy, saying all these wonderful things about this bartender, Joe. But I can attest, bartender, bartender Joe was the shit. But so my man Joe, he but, always looked out for his team. He always <laughs> took care of business. But the hookup part, especially where where you was also always late. You worked, Bill. Where you work, Brad. It's it's a it, it can allude to the fact that Joe hooked him up, and that not only that which could get Joe in trouble. But not only that, it can allude to everybody else. Oh, if I go in here and say, dude, Andy says, hi, you're Joe. Can I get a hookup? Yeah, I'm Joe. That's not how it works. Not how it works. No, I'm Tyler. Right. So Uh, I think that could have been left out of the review, but... Whatever. I'm going to pepper in a funny Joe story. And I actually was not as much of a witness to this. But uh, when I first started there... 
one of our coworkers said that Joe was known for the 2017. And it was that every 20 minutes, Joe had to go to the bathroom and he was gone for 17 minutes. Uh, <laughs> dude, he, I don't think that motherfucker was ever on time. And like that will piss me off. And then it was, and it was always made worse because he would, he would come in late and then, and then would make hug the everyone yep. and he would talk to he would stand at the opening to the bar and he would hug everyone and he would catch up with all of the servers he would talk to everyone and i mean it was if if it was your time to leave it was the end of like your it shift it was usually mine right it was like come the fuck on Dude. i want take over the well you're standing there already right and i mean that kind of shit was annoying but i have to say that is also like the testament to who joe was and in terms of getting to know and yeah. care about every single person that he worked with it's almost like he had a deeper understanding about time and its value you know what i mean like oh you, you like he knew he's like, oh, Bill could take 15 more minutes. He's fine. Yeah. Even though I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker, get your fucking ass over here. I, B2 needs this. B17 needs this. B32 needs this. Fucking start ringing. Let's go. He's like, yeah, it's cool, man. You know, he never, no, it's he not never had, fucking cool. <laughs> so I always thought it was funny because he never had the sense of uh, fear and urgency that, that we would have. Like if the, Fucking place Fuck was on 15 fire. minutes late. <laughs> no, but like, like if the place was just going down in flames, he was like, it, it's, it's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, the, he was the master okay. of that. It okay. is what it is, man. Right. It's okay. Like, it, it, this, is, this is what it is. It's yeah. It'll be fine. I'm we'll a get BB. And yeah. at the end of the night, I've I'm seen this happen BB. a million fucking times before. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay. Shall we move on to our lovely segment behind bars with Bill? Oh. We got sidetracked. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about something else. Um, okay, cool. So in the spirit of this episode, I've decided to not be a raging asshole for, what, what do I have, seven minutes here? I have to be, I have to be nice for seven minutes straight. Um, so we're going to talk about what makes a good shift. And uh, this is mostly brought to you by Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that knew Joe would know what I'm talking about because he always had Gatorade with him. And uh, I, I don't know. I didn't used to work the night shift. Um, I had a couple rare instances or overlaps with, with Joe. We definitely, towards the end of my tenure um, at this spot, had some shifts together. And it was, I mean, clearly you see, you see what happens when a juggernaut meets, meets a Magneto, um, they just handle fucking business and get five-star Yelp reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, Joe would always have Gatorade. Uh, it was it was watered down, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh my. that's one version. <laughs> I remember oh the first time, I guess I like took an edible or something, but like the first day that like, I, you know, he was offered to me, I'm like, dude, I actually am really fucking thirsty. And I took a big old pull and I was like, that's got Gatorade in it. (laughs) 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 And it's, it was just perfect camouflage. Like, like, uh, you know, like the predator, um, you know, from the old fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, just not, not to catch a predator. (laughs) 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 And I mean, to that point, also attitude, uh, goes a long fucking way. And Joe always made sure, you know, if anybody was in a bad mood, it wasn't because of him. Uh, on either side of the stick 
And uh, that's that's one thing. Unless that, it was one of those 2017 things that I heard about. Ah. Uh, I mean, you know, we I literally just talked about my like how obsessed I am with punctuality and I know when I worked there like it got to the point where I was just like, "Oh, Joe's here at this time. Cool. He won't be here until <laughs> right. this time." Right. And I just like, admit, like it, he taught me that he taught me that life lesson, you know? Like there's some things that you just have to accept. Like this is how it is. Like it, dislike it, fuck off, nobody cares. This right. this is the reality of the situation. <laughs> Um, and you can get pissed off about it or you can use it to your advantage. And, and there's some tactic to that, which I respect him for. Um, your team was always a big deal. I try actually not to look at who I'm scheduled with now because I don't want it to fuck up my entire day if it's not properly balanced. Um, you know, at this, at the same time, I like when I look at my schedule, I know what I need to bring. Right. There's right? there's some there's some validity to that. So like, like if, you, if I'm looking, you need to bring to the I, table. I told you this back when we worked prepared. together that if I looked at the schedule and I saw that it was me and say two other people and you were not one of them, you're gonna I was have just a like, fucking problem. Fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then I would, ben, and I would tell Samantha back then too. It's like if I see on the schedule that Bill's there, I know that. You know, I've got someone who's also going to bring it. Yeah, it's and okay if you're thing, late. And same thing, like if I would look at the schedule, because <laughs> you were always right. fucking late no. when we worked. Together. Well, of course, I'm one of those people too. I'm always late. I know, and see, I understood this about some of my teammates. I was like, and, okay, cool, okay, but hey, I showed up, right? <laughs> you and hey. <laughs> so and, there, and he but, gave a hundo and, 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 and that's, the same, but that's a thing and there's the same thing about like if i looked at the schedule and i saw that i mean there were times where the schedule would be so off that i wouldn't get to work with joe for like a month or sometimes month and a half two months well, he was always doing shit and, too he would take time off work because he just did not give a fuck well He's we would like, also have my life we would also have opposite schedules right like i would work wednesday thursday friday saturday we might see each other in passing on one of my morning shifts but like i wouldn't get a night shift with him and then all of a sudden i would and i would see that and i would know that like okay this is going to be an awesome shift i'm but and you also knew though that you're doing the restock well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, there are certain things you Aces just know. Aces in their places, right? right? There's just certain things you know, like about every shift. But at the same time, like if, like if I knew that Joe was coming in too, like if Sean wasn't going to be there and it was going to be Joe, like I knew that either I could have the well if I wanted it or that Joe would manhandle the shit out of it and it would be covered. And I, I will say like there, there, I fucking don't miss a lot of jobs that I've had. I've quit a lot of fucking shittier jobs for a lot better reasons, but we had a squad there and when it worked, it fucking worked. Yep. When you can, when you don't even have to like verbalize shit, like I actually have this down in my notes too, about another kind of bartender. I call him the silent, but deadly. Ooh. And then when you all are working so well together that you just overhear a conversation and then you start to prep a drink and let's say the glass is already rimmed and sat in front of you or the ingredients that you know you're going to need as soon as you turn around and start to make there it's there yep like that's operation on a level that you you just it's very rare it's very rare to have a whole fucking squad that can do that for each other yep when you don't have to have assigned sections when you can just flow 
I mean, the more I think about it, the more I think this is, I mean, this is the, the role that Joe fulfilled. Uh, he, he's like, he just taught you shit, whether you wanted to fucking know it or not. And like, it wasn't necessarily about bartending. Sometimes it's about life, you know, which also applies to bartending. Yeah. So like me and him on like in the service well side, like I can't tell you how many times I was just, I would like, just, you know how I get like, it's like start small and then it rolls and I just get fucking more and more angry until I'm like, okay, I get, I get to step off or, Hopefully somebody gets to get cut off, in which point I get to dispel all that and I get to do the fucking thing I was hired to do. Uh, but that doesn't always happen, you know. But like Joe taught me, he's like, you know, like you can't, you can't let other people control you like that. You just have to accept things as they are. And he was you. definitely a Tom Bombadil. Ah! <laughs> is that what? the red wizard from fucking that, the hobbit that he's with the not sled? the red, he's not the red wizard but yeah like yeah. yes he yeah. is he is Just super his, fucked up all the time but he, he was like his, oh by the way sauron is right, breaking into this right. dimension he is again his <laughs> own man yeah right he i love tom he, yeah like yeah. the rules don't apply to him because he just goes with the world yes yeah sauron fucking hated him yep because he couldn't be controlled hmm that's okay. some deep nerd shit right there. <laughs> Dobby is a free elf. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been another wonderful Behind Bars with Bill, and it was nice to hear the positive side of what makes you happy. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, it was. I mean, by the way, that shirt is banging, and your eyes look great. I mean, are they fucking bloodshot as shit? Or is, thank you. This, this is my favorite shirt. It's a ten dollar Target special. Oh, I see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Compliments. I'll get uh, my way eventually. Uh, it, it's the best way. I should not admit that. I will say. My... I will say this. While Samantha was saying that, I was like, "Quick, what compliment can I throw at Bill?" And I was thinking, "Oh, you know, your tattoo is standing out like especially well." But actually, as I looked at it. Your tattoo and the color scheme of the Kinda shirt blend. really do go very really well weird. together. Yeah. Think about the color scheme of my fucking living room right now. Like, there's a, there's a reason for Happy this. Happy hours, <laughs> nice and blue with the blue. Uh, Shall we move on to main course? I don't yes. want. I would rather not. Can we just swim in this area? <laughs> <laughs> let's just talk just, about. Let's Bill. just give me some more compliments. <laughs> okay, this is a five star Yelp from the restaurant that you all worked at. Haha, <laughs> from October of 2014. <clears throat> Is this the only place he ever worked? Did he just like no, materialize no. there? Yeah. <laughs> I will <laughs> say he, he was born in the flood. He was the only one I knew that worked there that knew how to control the music. Like I knew how to control the volume, but he knew how to control the channel. Ooh. And oh, that yeah. was like, you have got to teach me how to do that. And he never did. He yeah. was like, oh, I don't think you can be trusted. I learned that. <laughs> I learned that. And you know what he taught me was how to control the TVs, like to do the, to do the, the picture, picture in picture. picture. Like we got pretty savvy with it, but I never really liked it. Yeah, that way you could watch like Anacondas eating goats on one you channel. You were there. And, I was, those were the slow sports days. The slow sports days, I'm like, we're putting on a fucking Animal Planet. <laughs> and it wasn't just Animal Planet. It was like world's deadliest animal attacks. Why, I like, cannot be there's trusted. An, there's like an anaconda eating a goat. and this Like woman, on the big screen. Yeah, and this, this was literally like, happened. could you please change that? It's like, why? This is, why? This is the best. This is, I this can't you should be comfortable. This is what I you. see. Bill's this like, what? You want to watch 
people talk about sports? That's I so literally boring. said that. I literally said, I was like, we don't even have closed caption. It was like, and, all right, let's turn on Cartoon Network. I That was always my second choice. Yep. Dexter's <laughs> Lab. Five stars. Yelp. October 2014. He, I came here on my 1.5 hour layover last week after checking out what else was available. That's an hour and a half layover, just in case any of you didn't get that. I decided to come here not only because the menu had options I was looking for, but also because the hostess at the door was so talkative and friendly when I asked to take a look at one. I don't know. I didn't work there. I love you, Dill. I was able to... (laughs) Seriously? You're Dill. I was able to snag a seat at the bar to watch the Giants-Cardinals game. Fuck the Giants, yo. My bartender's name was Joe. He was awesome. He knew plenty about the beer choices. I ended up going with the Odell IPA, which is actually a really good IPA, a local craft brew. He also refilled my water a couple of times a couple of times as I was parched asleep when the attendants came by on my previous flights. Damn you for sleeping. Took me a while to choose what I wanted to eat. Joe helped me by giving me his opinions and telling me he could get me half an order of nachos that if I wanted. Perfect. I had those and a wedge salad. Sounds like my kind of guy. The food was standard, nothing out of the ordinary, but definitely tasty. Plus, even the girl who brought my nachos out to me was friendly. Overall, I was motivated to write this review after only one visit because of the service. My bartender was great. And even the host and the food runner helped to make my visit that much more enjoyable. I'll be back someday. Ah, first impressions, yo. Calling over it in his fucking first impressions. Yep. You, only, you, that's, you only get one first impression. I mean, yep. there's a reason that's a th- saying. And Joe nailed it. The By host nailed it. refilling the water. Which, you know. Apparently, I've been doing this all wrong. You don't refill the water? <laughs> you get one water. <laughs> no, I refill Apparently, water. I've been doing this all wrong. You want water? <laughs> so Coors Light. You want a 32 ounce Coors Light. Is that what Light. you really wanted? It's close. It's fucking water. Uh, so apparently this person really loved the bartender, the hostess, and the food runner. And that's what made this this restaurant enjoyable and some a place that he'll come back. The food was... It was it's exactly what I said. Right. It was what you said earlier. The food was okay. It was tasty. But it was cocktologists create an experience. Damn right. It was, they do. but it was the right out of, of the gate. Coctology. The, the hostess was Cox nice. Smith. Joe was nice. <laughs> the food runner was nice. Mm-hmm. Every person that they came in contact with in this experience made them enjoy the experience so much that they had to write a review. Right. Give it five stars. Right. And they're going to come back the next time they fly through. It's called the hospitality industry for a fucking reason. You're Absolutely. You're hospitable. I will say this. I love the fact that Joe knows his whiskeys and Joe knows his beer, but especially the beer. Whiskeys are complex. They it took me a while to get to know whiskeys. And even then, I'm still not the greatest at knowing my whiskeys. But beer, I'll fucking tell you anything about beer. And I think that's really important in the I heard state of you Colorado. And Tyson nerd out about fucking moose roll. I've had, oh I've my had, gosh. I've definitely had it. I was just like, uh, you guys are so cute. That's <laughs> he's my Montana bro. Aww. That's my Montana bro. 
knowing I, I cannot stand it when I go to a restaurant and I look at the beer menu and I ask the server, what's your favorite? Or but I'm you, having a hard time deciding look between at the these menu, two. Though. Right. I do look at the menu. I, I'm, I'm not. What beers special. do you have on tap? I don't know, dipshit. They're right in front of you. They're literally Fucking lined look. up before you, but let but, me read them to you. But as a server, know your product. As a bartender, especially a bartender, oh. know as, your product. At least pick out product. your favorites. Right. I yeah. absolutely love that you picked this review because of the Odell IPA. Because to I was going to talk shit about that. I still describe the Odell IPA the way Joe always did which is which is that it has a bold aromatic hop and I feel and like, so I feel I like and it's not overly bitter right it's not and I think that's important I'm just so spoiled by growing up in Colorado that I'm like oh you want an Odell IPA seriously <laughs> but I love Odell if I have Odell I do too I will drink 90 shilling until I'm fucking till the day I die 90 shilling is phenomenal too but Odell as far as IPAs go and I'm not an IPA I fan I feel like it is the most well balanced IPA the well, exactly yes, it is yeah. the most well balanced IPA out there and if I have it on tap hands down it's my number one that I say yeah yeah, the only reason I I will not order that is if I'm going to try something else. Something new. Like, but if I need to know like what I'm in a for, baseline. like I want like a good balance. Name super well, because fan. a lot of people will do IPAs with just like this overly bitter bitterness. Ju- juicy just freak a, just is to like punch a punch you in the face with, IPA, with bitterness, and I don't think that that's necessary. I like a nice balance between the malt and the bitterness. Isn't there a correlation so, between the bitterness and the ABV, though? No. No, it's the IBUs. So the bitterness is measured in IBUs, which is International Bitterness Units. That does not necessarily the correlate. The and the fucking well, even, ABV. E- no, but even the hoppiness does not necessarily mean the bitterness. The bitterness, the hoppiness, the the ABV, those are all separate things. You can be hoppy without being overly bitter. Now you can do that, right? Like you used to be back then. Like when the when the original IPA was fucking made, like they added more hops to preserve that. Right, right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it had to be overly bitter. No, but it probably meant that it was strong. Remember, hops is a plant. It obviously there's bitterness in it. But it is, it's a flowering plant. What? You guys right? want to get high? You just try, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get wet? What? So you don't, it doesn't have to be super bitter. And a, and a lot of places will add extra bitterness to make it more, bit, to even higher IBUs, right. but not necessarily, it, it's not a higher alcohol content. You can have a super hoppy or a super bitter Six and a half percent, right? Or you could have something like uh, the Odell, which I think is around six point eight or seven percent, somewhere in there, which is just balanced. So, anyway, I really do love this review. I do love that it is. Um, you know, they they talk about the service that they get. They talk about you know the conversation a little bit. What they they saw the Giants and Cardinals game. You know. Joe was I great. I fucking hope the Cardinals won. And made recommendations and, <laughs> and said, well, I could get you a half order of we nachos. We didn't have a half order of nachos. I'm pretty sure Joe made that. No, we didn't have it. Joe typed that in special because it was not an option for a half order of nachos. Mm, he, curious. He typed that in special and he just 50%ed the price on it. 
because you could do that every you now and You can do then. that. Hmm. And you want to make sure that your customer is happy. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, we really do want to make sure our customers are happy. Yep. And that we make it an enjoyable experience. That's FYI, what we do. Uh, Odell's IPA has seven, uh, 60 IBUs. 60 IBUs. 7%, yeah. 60 IBUs. So there you go. Okay, seven percent is still like two and a half fucking Coors Lights. Yeah, what is Coors Light? Four percent, three point five, I believe. I is Coors Light four percent? Is it four percent? Did you just know up? that off the top of your head? <laughs> I'm a cockologist. <laughs> I went to college for this. Oh, shall we take a break? Yep. Ooh, I'm hungry. I could go for some sushi right now. We've literally just talked about this. Have you ever made sushi at home? I didn't think you could do that. I thought you had to be trained by a guru or a sushi Yoda or something. Funny you guys are talking about this because our friends over at sushi.af have taken the mystery out of making sushi and make it easy and approachable for everyone. For reals? Yeah, yeah, I know. Most of us think that making sushi at home isn't something we would ever be able to do, but our friends over at sushi.af have taught over 12,000 people how to make superior quality sushi right at home. So what, like they come to us or like, how does that work with COVID still going on? Well, as you said, with COVID last year, they had to think outside the box since they couldn't travel. They went ahead and filmed their beginner and intermediate classes, then put them online for easy access in your own home. So there are different classes like ranks and belts and different colored megazords. Well, I, I'm not quite sure about the ranks, belts and different colored megazords, but yes, there are different classes. There's a beginner class and then an intermediate class. With the beginner class, you'll learn how to make perfect rice, all of those amazing sauces that you love at the sushi bar, like um, like that brown one. What's it? What's a eel sauce? What's it called? Unagi? Ah, Goralami. No, unagi. Thank you, Bill. And bang, bang sauce. That's one of my favorites. What about sriracha sauce? I don't know about that. Ooh, Bill, it says online that, yes, they teach you how to make sriracha sauce. Ah! Holy shnikes. But then you'll learn where to shop and what to buy, plus how to safely and confidently serve sushi at home. So, you know, the shopping part is what stumped me the one time that I made sushi at home because I do not like to go to five different stores to get the stuff that I need. No, I I don't even like to go to one. Yeah, I totally, (laughs) I totally agree with you, Brad. I don't mind going to one store, but the five different stores, no, and you won't have to. Sushi.af provides you with all of the links you need to make your purchases online. So once you've mastered that beginning class, the intermediate class will then show you how to expand your new skill sets into more adventurous things like um, making top sushi rolls or or the sushi burritos. Ooh, ooh, maybe even spicy tuna or the spicy tuna nachos. Mm. I love spicy tuna nachos. Mm. So that sounds really good, but it does sound kind of pricey. Well, right up front, you spend a little bit of money to learn a fun new skill, but then you save a ton of money over time by not spending $14 on that roll that you can make at home for $2. So sushi.af is offering our listeners right now 20% off both of these classes. Normally, it's $50, but by using the promo code three stars AF, it's only $40 when you sign up for both the beginner and the intermediate video class. You'll also have unlimited access to a chef curated shopping list that works for Amazon, Shipped, Instacart, and then you can watch at any point in time, learn and get all of your supplies and ingredients delivered while maintaining social distance and being safe. That's 20% off both classes at sushi.af using the promo code three stars AF. So what are we waiting for? Let's learn how to make sushi. Yeah, let's go sign up. Time to make the sushi. Guys! Roadhouse! (laughs) (laughs) No! 
Guess what time it is? What time? Roadhouse. It is. No. I fucking hope you're about to say JMO time. You know, it's happy hour. And I think that with Joe, happy hour would sound a little different. What would it sound like, Brad? Sound a little something like this. I'm right up on him. What up on What up on him. I know I'm gonna drink again. Got that Jimo in my cupboard, but it's never gonna taste the same the way it did with you. <laughs> I think that's good. I think that's oh, as good as think, it's going to get. Oh, I my gosh. Joe would appreciate the shit out of that. I would hope so. Joe dressed up as the sexy sax man for Halloween. <laughs> he did. We, we and would, that was just like, that's forever his song. Yeah. We had a couple thoughts about the way the happy hour tune would go. <laughs> yeah, we did. And uh, that was that's what we that, That's on. the one you guys get. And Woo! if you if you disagree, I dare you to subject something fucking more. I appropriate. dare you to write a review. I blame it on the JMO. There you go. Speaking of JMO, Chabanda. Cheers. 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 Cheers to motherfuckers. Prost. Okay, so for happy hour, brother in arms. Since we know JMO, what what are we going to talk about? I thought it would be good to share some Joe stories. I mean, I, yeah, like you said, we all know JMO, right? We I do. mean, yeah. Maybe our listeners don't all know JMO, no. but, you know, they just don't know what Please we're doing behind the scenes, us. I guess. <laughs> Please. Are you talking J-Mo. to our listeners or JMO? Yes. JMO. So I wanted to share a couple of Joe stories and I and some of Joe's, you know. Are you going to keep them to a time constraint? Close friends. I'm going to try. Okay. Time is an illusion. Some Samantha. of Joe's close Shut friends up. have already. What time is it on Mars? Heard me tell these stories because we did. Um, after his passing, uh, we all got together on a Zoom call and we we all shared stories. But these are are two of my uh, important ones, I think. So the first one was the first time that I met Joe, and I think it was my second or third shift, and he was training me. And oh he, lord. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, I was I like, I'm just oh, like, Lord. Yeah, this is like the basis Training of a movie, right? <laughs> no, I know. No, so obviously he knew that I'd been in the industry for a long enough time. So it wasn't like we had to go through all of the ins and outs. What's in a strong island? But, <laughs> but one of the things that he that. said to me was when you introduce yourself to a guest, introduce at least the next closest bartender to you. Brilliant. Or the other bartenders that you're working with in general. That is smart. I always introduce my team. And Maybe I said, Joe taught me that. Maybe and I, I, said, I just wasn't aware. I said, okay. And he said, yeah, that's to uh, give the impression of, uh, of that we're all a team back here. And I said, well, we're just giving the impression that we're all a team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, you know, we, like, we really used to be. And... He said, you know, like when I used to work with uh, Sean and Cole and Bueno, we oh, bueno. would all... I miss Bueno. I know. We would all um, work together in such a way that 
we just like fed off of each other. Like what you were saying, Bill, like when you work with the one bartender who, you know, someone orders a margarita and you turn around to make the drink. And you have a salted glass. You have a salted glass right, right there, there, ready to go. And that's the you way. You and I were really good about that. Right. And that's the way that they would always work together. That And I said, well, what's happened now? And he's like, you know what? So, we're, everyone's just really burned out now. And I and that like, that's a, that was that's really my next disheartening. Topic. Actually, that's what I'm going to talk about. That burnout. Next, yeah, that was that was really disheartening for me to hear. And Thank honestly, you, over the time of working with Joe and Sean and Nito and Bueno and John and, and Bill. Bill and, and Tyler like, and. And, other and Tyler. Tyler and like honestly, we would all <laughs> do that, right? Like exactly. And Brandon. So you would like we would get to that point where Bill is taking an order, and because I was already standing at the computer doing something, I was then entering the order as it was being taken. Right. right? That's one like last Joe, thing I have to Joe worry would about. be talking to someone. I would I would be you know putting the order that they were giving to him it's a symbiotic or, relationship or it if is. he was standing a little far off and you know he would call out and he would say brad and he would just say bar one and would run off the order and there was you're a closer to bar one he's doing ringing it. right and, or, and you're already in the dish pit we all know that or i'm talking <laughs> to someone and they order in Odell IPA and Joe's already at the tap because he he's pouring other and beers and he pours the Odell IPA so that the service the becomes SBD. very seamless. So getting to work with Joe and rebuild that thing that he had said had become lost because of burnout. Like it was, it was great to be able to do that. I've never worked with a team behind the bar. Like, the team I had at, at this place. Not yeah, before I mean, not before or since. For me, getting to work, I, I've definitely worked with really good teams, but this one in this way, that was, level of symbiosis was really something. It, and, and it was since, special. We had and, something special. And and it's you are something it, special. In the last year it's been very difficult to regain a lot of that because you're usually only working with one other person. Whereas at the time, you know, we had four bartenders on a shift. See that's the difference and between so you and me. I'm always used to outworking everyone else. So I'm like mm-hmm. this this feels you forget feels that right. I've worked with you. Anyway <laughs> fuck you. So edit that out. So there was that, right? So that was that was like my first intro to Joe and then building it up from there was fantastic. And, and I just learned a lot of stuff from him working behind the bar. So that was a work relationship. Then there was the personal relationship. And my favorite story <laughs> is I was going to Vegas for my brother's bachelor party. And I mentioned it to Joe and he was like, Oh man, I could use a Vegas trip. And I said, you know, it's, actually an open invitation. My brother said he does not care. Anyone that wants to go can absolutely go. How come I can go? Any guy Boys that wants out. to go yeah, you better, can you absolutely better go. Put that fine print in. So he, it's okay when girls do it, but I want boys to do it. So I totally think it's okay when guys do it. I encourage it. Ask I think Brad. it's okay when girls do it. Not that my opinion matters for shit or that you need my approval. No. Sorry. I'm confused. I lost it's your right. place. Okay, just sorry. Keep, just keep, keep going. Trucking on. Sorry. I'm sorry. We're sorry. 
so Joe said that he wanted to come and I mean, I was like, okay, yeah, cool. You know, I didn't really expect anything. The next day he's like, I booked my ticket. So <laughs> I will say that about Joe. Like, so, I, I, he was I, I think most people are full of shit, but Joe was like, no, full no, of shit. no. He like if he said it, like he it was going to happen. And so, so we end up going and I'm, I was a little nervous because Joe did not know any of these guys. I only knew some of them. And I'll tell you what, Joe shows up, he doesn't know any of them, and the way Joe can work people is absolutely I don't I, I don't out, think I don't think working is the right fucking word cuz I don't You're think right. I don't the, think he was working no, them. No, I he think wasn't he was working engaging them. with them he was genuinely. Engaging, exactly. That is exactly correct. I actually wanted to talk about this earlier on that is like the thing that Joe brought to the table. Like yeah, it was. With, yeah, I he, mean, he wasn't. He wasn't just about the money. No, he was like, so he I'm here up, for this amount of time. Right. So he ends up. I'm going to make the best of it. Going and getting together with these guys, and a lot of them are not used to it. Right. Most of them are East Coast, and they're right? like, "Who the fuck and, is and this so guy?" He, and so exactly, like, wait, we don't know you. How do you even? Oh, you don't even know Brad's Shh, brother. It so, doesn't matter. So why are you here? It doesn't like, matter. And none of that mattered to him at all. He just kept like moving in on on conversations and being part of them and making it seem like it was just really organic right like it's he not, was he always wasn't meant it to be that there. way i mean i have i have that pictures from that trip and it I got looks a like he is absolutely we probably share it i'm gonna probably share some pictures probably should and it looked like my, he was a part of the crew. He, it, it really did. It looked like he was part of the crew. Like he'd that, known that was like his superpower. Ju- and the entire Seamless family forever. was Joe's yeah. right. superpower. That's symbiosis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet you on your own level. So yep. now here's here's the story. So the guys, oh, you know, in the time. Here's the story. The, in oh, the time, good. Well, this is, there are a couple things, but this oh, is the good. part that I absolutely <laughs> loved was, you know, everyone, you know, you're there for a few days and people break off into groups. We wanted to go down to Fremont Street, and a few of the other guys were down there. Um, so Joe and I went down to Fremont, and we were walking around. We got drinks, and on Fremont Street, every the street performers have like this little circle that they yeah. stand in I, to yeah, do I their know. performances yep. and whatnot because they rented out the space, right? So right. So we come along, and there's this old haggardly woman. Oh my God, I remember this picture. Who's in a wheelchair. I feel like I've seen this picture. (laughs) You have. Who's in a wheelchair. And she looks somehow more tanked than we were and we'd been drinking a lot. Most impressive. So he sees her. I mean, she, she is homeless looking. She maybe has three teeth. Uh, I think I might know this chick. And and she offered here, blowies in the fucking so, alleyway. Like, I think yeah, so. I think you met her sister. So, and she Allegedly. she had she had her tits out, and she had like pasties over her nipples. And Joe was like, "Oh my god, I feel so Wait bad." A minute, she for had her, her tits out. What yes. do those tits look like? The, they, that's they, a trap. What, yeah. It's a trap, Brad. It's a trap. It's a trap. The funny thing is that Samantha's got her hand out, like asking questioningly. She and I'm going to tell there. you, your hand was not strong enough to hold up the sag. What? On these Come titties. on. You were demonstrating I mean, when you were talking, I mean, and I just they missed were, it with the camera. I was trying to be Why a friend. You? They were like this, like way like down below her. 
her diaphragm like and they were just I don't think you can say that anymore. So, so Joe, Joe was like, yo, I got to get a picture with her. I feel bad. Like I should give her a few bucks. So he asked me, he's like, I only have like three bucks on me. You know, do you have, do you have anything bigger? And I was like, I only got twenties. And honestly, 20 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. So he's like, all right, whatever. So he, he goes over man, but. and I take the picture. Like he throws the money into uh, her bag and I take the picture and she like I, she like you know throws up a s- smile, which is how I know she has three teeth. And you know, and he throws up you know his his peace sign, which is his his go to. Is that where he got that? And then he comes over to me and he says, "You know, I felt bad about just giving her three bucks, but then I looked into her bag as I was dropping the money. She's got twenties and fifties and hundos in there. That chick's doing all right. I don't feel so bad. Smart woman." Good God. Joe believing in the best of people. Seriously? We heard your story, Bill, about the whole Gatorade incident. That was, oh, that was a reoccurring thing. So I, when you were first Not talking about incident. it... Not a single incident. Well, when you were first talking about it, I'm like, what's the fucking deal about Gatorade? And then when you said it was like watered-down looking Gatorade... Oh, I mean, I'm not trying to throw my boy under the bus. I don't think he'd mind, especially at this point. Yeah, he's probably up there laughing like, ha, fuck so. you all. I hope so. Because he, he played the system by being above the system. Mm. That's what I learned from him. Um, so really quickly, I, I remember Nancy, one of my former coworkers from the Westin at DIA, which is the Whale's Tale Hotel for everybody who knows or doesn't know about what Weston DIA is. Um, it's that big fucking hotel. That I just they said it's the Whale's Tail Hotel. Yeah. Or the mustache, whatever you're going to fucking call it. And if I you like ever want Whale's Tail is actually better, but that also is a euphemism for uh, back in the day when the girls used Oh, the I tramp stamp? I get, no, no, no. The thong oh. that, oh, that they used oh, to really? that's right. Yeah, that they used to call it a whale whale's tail. tail. Mm-hmm. I guess a well, guy re- too. Oh, well, I the mean, reason why it's called the whale's tail here because it does look like a whale's tail. It looks like a whale's tail. Or a mustache. It looks like a mustache. But I, the reason why they did that is so that the um, the tower could see down the middle of DIA. So they could see what was happening. Right. If you ever look at DIA's tents, all the 14 peaks, quote unquote, they are split so they can see straight down yeah. and they had to make sure that the hotel was not blocking their view. So that's actually, isn't that a thing fact. in Colorado? Like you can't block the view of the mountains, right? I would think so. But all the fucking high rises uh, they have I going think, on I in think, the city. Yeah, it, can't be are a thing. To fu- it used to be a thing. I'm it did Google used it. to be a thing. It you had, Google that shit. Anyways, Don't tell the me what first do. time, fine. The first time you Google it, the first time I met Joe, um, Nancy was on the bar with me. We were working at the Westin and Joe came in and she told me who he was. And um, I was a little leery. I'm not going to lie because, you know, you, you work in a hotel. We have cameras everywhere you work in the airport you have cameras everywhere everywhere has fucking cameras everywhere right but you work in the hotel and there are eyes and ears always watching in a hotel nothing goes unnoticed in a hotel it's the craziest thing especially at an airport hotel it's like five million times the security but um when he came in and she said that this was my former co-worker from this restaurant in dia i was a little, little leery because former co-worker hookups 
You know, we were heavily watched on our comp tabs. Our managers and our DO was really strict about comp tabs and how much money we were quote unquote losing on the bar and such, even though we profited quite a bit. Um, so I was, I was a little skeptical of this dude and he was nice. He was nice right out of the gate. But, um, the most memorable story I have of Joe was another time that he came in and we chit chatted. Nancy wasn't there with me, but we chit chatted about regular bullshit stuff and Halloween was readily approaching. And Joe said, oh, my God, Samantha, I'm going to be the fucking sexy saxophonist for Halloween. To which I looked at him and was like, okay, great. That's awesome. I don't like Halloween. I think it's a stupid. I fucking love Halloween. I know you do. We talked about this. I think it's a stupid holiday. So me and my interests, I'm like, yeah, that's great. And I can be a more nonchalant or more discaring about it with with a former, not a former, but with a restaurant employee that comes in and visits my bar than I can be with a guest. Guests, I usually engage a bit more. Um, not to say that my my uh, fellow servicemen, I don't engage with you more, but I just kind of... Service person? Service person. Sorry. Service, service people. Service industry professionals. Yeah, that's, good that's, God, I you guys. Okay, better. fine. It's not, it's not us. Ah! We're trying to help. We're just trying to help. We just don't want to get canceled. I know. Thank you. With my fellow service professional industry people, I don't elaborate the love as much. But Joe tells me he wants to be the sexy saxophonist player. And I thought, oh, that's great. Whatever. And he's like, Samantha, do you know who that is? And I said, no, Joe, I have no idea. And so he pulled up Careless Whisper by George Michael, and then he pulled up videos of the sexy saxophonist. And I I laughed my ass off because Joe could pull that off. Yep. Because honestly, Joe is about making people happy and making people laugh and making a great impression upon people. And and from this day forward, any of us who knew Joe can say sexy saxophone. Anywhere, at any time, on a Zoom call, in person, whatever, and we all immediately. I didn't even know, know the name of the song. No. I just knew the sexy oh. sax sexy, sexy, <laughs> sexy sax man. I mean, so so hence our happy hour song was the sexy sax man, aka Careless Whisper by George Michael. Um, you know, it's a tribute to Joe, and it will always, it will always, for those of us who know Joe, it will always be branded in our heads the sexy saxophone i mean he just he really was a great guy and when you told me that he was going to go to vegas with you and your brother for the for the bachelor party i thought okay cool he's not going to know anyone joe's a nice guy but no joke when you showed me pictures and you told me i struggle with that blended in i like that's uh that's like if you're cool enough it just won't matter yeah, it's I always thought if I'm if I'm cool enough, it won't matter. But Joe, it's like if you're cool enough, it won't matter. I to, think that right? but the same same idea, different approaches. But I think here's here's the thing with it. We all try to be cool enough. But if you're actually cool enough with it, it means you have a self security. You are you are secure within yourself that nothing else matters. And that's what Joe had. Yeah. And he was just brilliant at it. He was beautiful. And, and while my first impression of Joe was a little like, "Mm, 
if you're coming in here for discounted drinks at a hotel bar, good luck, buddy. I'm right. going to turn care. a blind eye. He made enough money. He didn't Right. He didn't right. care. It, he was, didn't. it was a non sequitur. No, you're nope. absolutely right. Absolutely right. He knew. But from he, my... He accepted my, that. I understand that. But he, my perspective of it, you know, it was, it was just kind of like... It's like the person who says, make sure that you tell them who they are because then they'll give you a hookup. You're right, like, but so so that but that was ooh, I don't even right know. I, right. See? No, no, I see where you're coming from, but I also think I I think Joe didn't give a fuck one way or the other. He didn't, and I didn't know so it at the if time. If I have to pay full price, cool. If I don't, you right, didn't and and yep. and that I didn't know at the time because again, first impressions. Right. No, well, I get it. And I remember you were always really concerned, and you always have been wherever you work. That if you bought someone a drink, you actually bought someone the drink. I did. Oh, see, I don't do I that. I paid out of pocket. I will tell them. I'm like, oh, I bought um, it for you, but nine no, times at the Westin, like, <laughs> no, no, at the Westin, I paid out of pocket. Would. I really would. I, I would run my that. fucking credit card all the rare, time. In a rare instance, I'll do that. I'll be like, I very like, I bought them a shot of 1942. I know what it is. I definitely want right. to fucking make sure it's accounted for. And right. what I meant was, I bought them two shots of 1942, <laughs> and I took one of right. them. But well, I want to make sure I, one of them gets accounted for. And what I, but what I do know about Samantha is that you would at, you would charge him, but I know you also would lean into that pour a little bit. I that's would. A, that's a whole. Different I would. Thing. And, and granted, it depended on on who managed that night. Like some of my my managers. You got to cover your ass. There's, there's right. No way Some of my that. managers knew me, and they knew I wasn't a thief, and they knew I was honest with my stuff. And but like, no joke, ninety percent of the time, I would pay for my drinks. There were some nights where I would say, "Hey, Oriana, you know this person came in, or this person, or that, or this, or whatever, <laughs> you know, or Malort, Malort, <laughs> abort, <laughs> or Derek, you know, whatever." But there were other managers that I was like, no, I fucking took care of the drink. I paid for it myself. So yep. anyways, that was Joe. I didn't, I didn't work with him. I didn't but know he him. Still, he still taught you some stuff. Yeah. I didn't know him as well as those of you that worked with him. But he's, he, when Brad, when Brad told me what had happened, I was just as heartbroken. So... He made an impression on everyone. He really did. Well, he was a great he, guy. He always called you peaches. I have a picture that he, when he and Tyler had come to drink at the Westin. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like, yeah. so you're bragging to me because I don't get to be with peaches. Yeah, you, you were closing. Do? You were <laughs> right. closing. Right. I was closing and they had gotten done early or some shit. I don't know. Uh, so we reached out to some of Joe's other friends and family to get some additional stories to share because we, we can keep going, but we thought that it would be great to uh, get some other voices. So here are some stories from some other amazing people that attribute um, some wonderful things to Joe. Hi, my name is Nancy Willamy, and I'm here to tell you that Joe was one of the most amazing guys you could ever work with. He always had a smile on his face and was always friendly to everyone. He had so much fun in everything he did. He was a great friend, and he will be missed and is missed dearly. May he rest in peace. 
One of my more recent favorite memories with Joe was on a layover in the Denver airport. I was flying home from Denmark to Dallas, but my flight in Copenhagen was delayed several times, which led me to miss a flight in Toronto, which then led me to spend 20 hours in the Toronto airport sleeping on the floor. I was so happy to finally land in Denver. When I got there, I immediately called Joe. When he answered, he said, look out of the left-hand side of the plane. So I turned, and there he was standing in the tarmac with a coffee cup in his hand. He said, I've got a mimosa for you, sis. When I finally got off of the plane, I was so happy to be in his arms and spending a couple special hours in the airport waiting for my flight home to Dallas. I will never forget that. I miss him every day. I love him dearly, and I appreciate so much love that we have been getting over the past year. Thank you for everything, and thank you for keeping our family in your prayers. Hello, my name is Andrea. I was lucky enough to be able to work with Joe and get to know him as a co-worker. I wish I had more stories of him outside of work because he was a lot of fun. Um, I guess there's a lot of things that we can say about him, but I just want to reflect and remember his kindness. He was a true, genuine, kind human being, um, which is something that this world needs more of. And I'm very grateful to have had him in my life, as um, brief as it was. I miss his hugs. I miss him. And um, yeah, the world is definitely a better place for having him here. And um, we're still sad to, to be missing him. Joe, this is your little younger nephew, Joey. I just wanted to uh, share a brief memory of the time that you uh, Drove in from Texas Tech. You met me at Ski Apache in Rio Dosa, New Mexico. Uh, always one of my favorite memories ever as we were trying to fix the chain uh, that we had got for my mom's minivan to make it up the mountain. Uh, we were pelted by some salt as a snowplow was driving right past us. And, you know, always, always remember that every time I go snowboarding, especially up there in Rio Dosa. But, you know, I miss you. Uh, I love you. I know I'll see you again in heaven. But, uh, you know, everyone down here is <clears throat> carrying your memories on forever. Love you. I didn't really get to hang out with Joe that much outside of work, but we did get to go snowboarding once. And that day was glorious. Uh, Amy was there too. And it was snowing, nice powder. You know, he taught me about switch and how to switch sides in my brain and stance and all of that. He smoked me up. We had beers. It was just a, honestly, my f most favorite day snowboarding till this day. And I thank him for solidifying the love of a sport that I hold near and dear to my heart. And it was honestly because of that day. Because after that day, I decided that I wanted to get on his level of skill because I saw this motherfucker rocking it and he was amazing. Joe, you're a wonderful motherfucker. And the world is a little less bright without you, but your light still shines within us. Thank you, everyone, for giving your input on Joe. We greatly appreciate that. We, we all love and miss him dearly. We loved hearing the stories. They were phenomenal. And we all know that he touched every single one of us i'm pretty sure he touched us oh he definitely he touched definitely me. touched me <laughs> <laughs> look it's supposed to be happy right come on i gotta put a joke in there somewhere thank you very much school of rock and i'm pretty sure that every one of your kids touched me 
All right. You're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm just fucking hungry. <laughs> I have a hangover. Do you know what that means? Yeah. It means you're drunk. No. no it means I was drunk it means I was yesterday. yesterday. Yep. All right. Shall we move on to dessert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Let me read this one. Uh, this is... Oh, I've had a lot of JMO. I thought it said six circles. I'm like, wait, you guys really need to check yourselves. Five circles. Before you wreck yourself. On TripAdvisor from May 25th, 2012. Man, Joe was there a long time. I'm telling you, he only ever worked at this bar. (laughs) I have a theory. I actually even real in the beginning of such and such restaurant. So there is there was Joe. There's a dish mentioned in this. That we do not have on the menu. And I did have to text a couple of other coworkers. Oh, you did? Yes, to make sure. Because when I pointed it out to you, you're like, we didn't serve that. Yeah, we didn't serve that. Yeah. I was like, well, oh, wait, this is from 2012. You used to not serve proper fucking Bloody Marys either. Yep. Until Bill showed up. So, (laughs) enjoyed my layover is the title. A two-plus-hour layover at Denver International Airport on Thursday night. So, decided to give this place a try. It was totally packed, so sat a bar. The food was great. I had a burger that was cooked perfectly and the fries were also great. My partner had the venison shepherd's pie and was outstanding. Also, the service was just superb and the wait staff could not be more attentive. Their alcoholic bar drink were generous and worth their price. Joe the barman makes a mean Long Island iced tea. So, if you ever are in DIA, give this place a try. <laughs> this, is, this is why I picked it. <laughs> I'm just going to get out of your way, Brad. <laughs> because of the strong island. He called him a barman. Venison <laughs> <laughs> Shepherd's Pie, though, does sound... Uh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I was all excited about the Long Island, and here you are commenting about the barman. Well, Thanks, here's, Bill. here was my big question. There's says, a lot of vernacular says, in here that is questionable. Says, my partner had the venison shepherd's pie and was outstanding. Your so partner your partner or was the, outstanding. Or the well, I don't think we should. Pie. I don't think we should focus on that. <laughs> okay, look. I love this review. This is an excellent review. at the review. same time... It's very much from 2012. Joe makes a mean <laughs> Long Island iced tea. That this person oh, is like, oh, oh take this a picture. drink was take a picture. so delicious. He's going to freak out. Know, He's going to amazing. Freak out. I had a Long Island iced tea. I mean, right there, the I just... I can't trust the person who wrote this review. I'm going to fucking explode especially given our <laughs> last fucking episode <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with the long island yeah, yeah. it's a mean is, is long it island is it because he didn't call it a strong island i is wonder that right? if this is the same gentleman who sat down at the bar last time i and hope drank it was. the leftovers of I the previous very much hope it long was. Island iced tea. i hope it was <laughs> there's a lesson to be learned here bro. there's a lesson to be learned the way out is through friend I trust that Joe could make a mean Long Island so iced tea. I told you my secret about a Long Island. You just tumble at, it. At you the build same it in the time, ice, and then you just mix it one time, and then you add the cocaine. So, <laughs> I mean, the coke. <laughs> I, the that was a legit time, Freudian I, slip. I, I, like, I just don't think that this was... 
that this was a proper testament to Joe. <laughs> no. I, I'll tell I you what, respectfully disagree. Because Joe could make a mean old-fashioned. He could make a mean Manhattan. He could make a mean Margarita. He so could make a mean lots the, of things. It's outside the realm of possibilities that he could also make a mean Long Island. I'm saying that it does not require sorry, Joe Island. to make a mean Long Island. <laughs> I love how upset you are right now. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. I love Joe. But <laughs> Excellent. This is, but this is like... What you're saying is that Joe could make a mean Long Island, but it was kind of beneath this person to say that. I'm saying that Joe's such a better bartender than being able to make a mean Long Island. Look, Yo, everyone, you just made like the most likes, epic Long Island ever. I, I know. So like if somebody was like, oh, Brad, maybe a very good Long Island, be like... Pfft. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Joe. Joe makes the mean. Well, Long Island's Long like Island. the easiest fucking drink to make proper. All you have to it do is. is uh, you just you, you know why it, you give it a little toss. You know why because then, because the people that drink it don't actually they really have no give fucking that idea. much of a shit. Right. Yeah. All they want is to. They either really want to taste the alcohol and get fucked up, or they really don't want to taste the alcohol Dude, and get I fucked up. I pour my Long Island and strong as fuck. I believe still, it. And they still sometimes get sent back. And I'm like, <laughs> just, no fucking way, dude. <laughs> I, sorry, this is real talk. Dude, this is real you. talk. Check I'm like, this shit I out. do not believe you. Dude, check this shit out. I used to love doing this at Hal. If someone said to me that they couldn't taste the alcohol in their drink, okay. I would make their drink fucking undrinkable yeah. with the amount of alcohol I would, do it on I purpose. would put in it. And they'd be like, oh, uh, oh, no, no, yeah. no. You don't uh, get to send it back no, no, twice, no. sweetheart. Yeah, no. You uh-uh. taste that now? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Where did uh-huh. you go to bartending college? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really would like to have tried the venison shepherd's pie. I wish they still I, had that it on the menu when I started working there. I do, do I get a murder Bambi myself or just Bambi's mother? Or It was just Bambi's mother. <sighs> already roasted. But seriously. In the I, forest fire. I can't even fish. By man. I freaked the fuck oh, wait, out. No, Bambi's mother was shot. Yes. I, All right. Oh, I'm, I'm only into eating humans. <laughs> wait, moving on. Yeah, five stars. Yelp review. 10, 2018. For our last dessert. I was totally there. This is probably me. Tyler, John, and Joe were all amazing. Best service, hands down. No need to ask them to refill our drinks. They were on it while we were here. John was there too. Odds are. 12-piece buffalo wings and soup of the day. Broccoli cheddar. Bullshit. We're also delicious. Soup of the day is rumplements. It must have been a Monday. Broccoli cheddar. Game was also playing, so it was a great thing what to do game? while killing time waiting for our fight. Flight. I almost said fight. Either way. <laughs> I'm always waiting for a fight. Of at the Denver airport. <laughs> please check out this place. You won't be disappointed. And FYI, that was not me screwing up. Nope. That is actually it a typo. Of, of at, at the, the Denver, Denver airport. airport. Thank you. It wasn't me this time. Um, For once, <clears throat> I'm I just kidding. I You're know. amazing. No, no. <laughs> Stop. I know my weaknesses. <laughs> I really do. Um, best service, hands down. Well, yeah. If I'm getting serviced by three guys, fuck yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and there's <laughs> it. Better be the best. Service. That's why you need to be detailed, people. 
I don't know how to read this. Were you getting service by Tyler, Joe, and John? Uh, so that's actually, I thought it was might have been me playing a joke, but now I know for sure it's not me. It's definitely <laughs> Tyler Sharp. You're getting service. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steelers fans. Good review. Uh, I think... I think there could have been a little more clarification on some stuff, but whatever. We're not writing this. So. 12 piece Buffalo wings. They ordered. Oh, so maybe two I was orders. there. Oh, <laughs> they two ordered orders? two orders because they only come it, there's only pieces. six per order. Ah, which game were you, were you talking about? I don't know, but I guarantee that I was there as the mid. Maybe you guarantee that. Do you actually? That's a strong it, word. Wait, unless it was a Sunday. It, it sounds like it was a Monday. If uh, broccoli cheddar. Oh, my goodness. Tell me Seriously? it's Monday. Big money, no whammy. Saturday. You were not there. You were not there. Not at that time. You were not there. I was probably there. No, you weren't. It's possible. Probably in the morning. You were in there in the morning. Saturday was the garbage shift that I had to fucking work for a long time. And actually, Hmm. Tyler would have been the mid that day because John and Joe always closed. So you were probably the opener. And if I knew that, I bet you a thousand dollars. I was like, oh, I'm Tyler. <laughs> so if anything bad happens, uh, all right, check please. Check humor. please. Hey, what I did we learn Tyler. today? That we love Tyler. We learned that we love Tyler. I didn't learn that today. That was just both a happy Tyler's. We love them both. But really, what did we learn today? I I feel like I got to go on with my stories about Joe for happy hour. So I don't I don't need to take up too much more time other than to say that one of the things that I'm constantly learning from having had my friendship with Joe and I and my memories is that I can always be better. I can always do better. I can always just try to make that effort and I'm not good at it. I'm not like I'm not as good of a person, a friend, as as warm and caring as Joe was on every single day, but knowing him is a constant reminder to me that I that I can and should always do better and try to be better. Mm, that's a You're good gonna one. have to go next, Samantha. Um, I learned to never judge a book by its cover. My first initial, uh, interaction with Joe was, okay, so this person worked with my coworker. He probably wants free drinks, but I knew at the time, I knew how much money they made out at that bar because I'm dating this amazing man who still works there. I, I shouldn't have still judged Joe on the first conversation first meeting that I had with him because you know his personal life and what he does off the bar and what he does with Gatorade not my business Gatorade not anyone's H2O not anyone's business um he was an amazing bartender five stars on all these reviews and no joke the reviews I looked up for him at this bar, they were all five stars. Every single one of them. I don't doubt that for a fucking second. Right. Yeah. Five stars. Um, and then and then to take it a step further, just the fact that Joe was able to blend in with everyone and be everyone's friend and make everyone feel comfortable. Um, 
you know, I shame on me for for initially being like, hmm, I don't know about this one. So, you know, just learning learning about people every single day and making sure to take the first initial judgments and throwing them out the door. That's that's what I learned. Can't judge a book by its cover. Bill. You absolutely can judge a book by its cover, for the record. If you order what? a Long Island from me <laughs> and then I make you a Long Island and you're like, I can't taste the alcohol. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Contact. That's a predator the eye reference. Is twitching. Um that's what Joe taught me. If you're good enough, it just doesn't matter. All the only person that needs to know that you're good enough is you. Oh, wisdom. It's 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 a weird the way he did it. I don't doubt that when he came to you the first time you were like with this fucking twat waffle. Hmm. But like that's the thing. If you are secure enough, if you're aware enough, it doesn't matter what other people think about you. They'll either get on board or they will get the fuck out of your way. And that's a whole other level of bartending. That's like the purest level of bartending. That's Mm -hmm. what we all strive to be. His knowledge, his way with people on both sides of the stick. It elevates all parties involved and everyone's included. And that takes uh, vulnerability as well as acknowledgement of self. And it's a, it's a difficult path to watch. walk. It's difficult to watch when you're not on that level. But um, it also offers a line of sight, possibility, hope for yourself and all parties included. I still learn from him every single fucking day. So I miss you. I love you. I know you're in a better place. This one's for you, bud. That was very wise. We all love you, Joe. We all miss you. And again, this podcast episode was not to be a Debbie Downer. It was to be a celebration of an amazing person who loved life and gave it the best. And if you have a Joe out there in your life, make sure that you let them know how important they are to you yeah any chance you get absolutely 100 percent. on that note we're going to sign off thank you very much for listening we greatly appreciate all of you we love everything that you do for us we are oh we're in awe of you thank you thank you for listening thank you for sharing thank you for liking thank you for loving thank you for sending reviews please make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram those major social media platforms Uh, and when you listen to us on any podcast platform please make sure to hit that subscribe button on that note we'll see you next time come on back you hear Roadhouse get rid Just because you yeah. got the saxophone, so yeah. we can, okay, you're gonna edit it together. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna make us sound not stupid. Yep, promise. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs>